Welcome to the Way Fellowship Church of Dallas podcast series. Please enjoy this message by our own senior pastor, Tavares Gardner. And the word says, this is Matthew 24, verse 12. And the love of the great body, I'm reading from the Amplified Classic, or your Bible may say, and the love of many. And the love of the great body of people will grow. Will grow. Will grow. Will grow cold. Your Bible says the love of many will wax cold because of the multiplied lawlessness and iniquity. Did you hear that? Jesus said, well, Matthew wrote it, and he says that the love of many will grow cold because of multiplied lawlessness. People who don't want to obey laws. Oh, you, you're just full of you, you're, as, as I read from 1st Timothy I believe Wednesday night you, you're treacherous, you're savage you're all of that and the love of many will grow cold thank you Jesus you may be seated I want to talk about for a few minutes and I'm not going to be long give my little Easter speech and I'll be done. I want to talk about for a few moments will you say these words with me? I have a thought and my bishop told me again, y'all know that if I have a thought, I can go all over the Bible. Amen. I want you to say with me a cold front. Will you say that with me? A cold front. Come on, say it. Look at somebody and say, a cold front. No, y'all ain't said that. Y'all ain't said that. You ain't said that good enough. I want you to holler out so the people in the audience can hear you say, a cold front. The Bible says, the love of many will grow cold. A cold front. Now, let's look at cold front. Cold front is the zone separating two air masses of which the cooler air mass, uh, the denser mass, is is advancing and replacing the warm air. Now, normally, when we hear on the news or we see, uh, no, we hear on the news, the weatherman, the meteorologist, he will give us a warning that a cold front is coming. And usually in the natural, when you hear or see 
when the meteorologist is showing on the map that a cold front is coming from the north, swooping down to the south region, it is normally, watch it, listen, check the facts, correct me if I'm wrong, but normally when a cold front is coming, it is preceded by storm. Because the storm has to usher in the cold front. So the meteorologist, he prepares us for what's coming ahead. And many people, because whether, you know, some of us don't look at the news and some of us are not even attentive to the weather patterns or what's going on, but uh, sometimes you know, I have come outside and uh, because I did not hear the word, nor what I was oblivious to what was going on because I was in my own self-mind. Even though the issue had been warned, had been, even though the warning had been issued, I did not even pay attention or even think about paying attention to what the meteorologist was saying. And because I didn't know or I failed to listen to the news, sometimes I have walked out of the house unguarded, unprotected from the elements of the cold. It's quiet in this place. Everybody talk back to me and say a cold front. Or, you know, it start off, you know, it may start off warm. It may start off 70-ish. I can't hear nobody say nothing. And then, you know, you know, we're at, we're at work or whatever. And because we did not listen to the news. And then we come out at 5. And by 5 o'clock, I can't hear nobody say nothing. The weather has turned to like 40 degrees. Can't hear nobody say nothing. And as a result of that, because we did not listen to the news, nor did we care about what the meteorologists had to say, we went on by our own self-business. Many of us have gotten sick sick and caught a cold because we were not prepared for the coming of the cold front. I wish I had some help in here. Will somebody say with me a cold front? Mm -hmm, yeah. yeah, a cold front. Matthew, the writer, says that a cold, the, the love of many will grow, which means it's going to happen and that it is coming. And if you look at the temperature of America now and even in the church, you can feel the chilliness of the saints. And because the, the chilliness of the saints, hallelujah, uh, 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 the love of many has waxed cold and we're chilly in our soul. It has affected America because the church is supposed to be the hot epicenter. Come on here. And because of the chilliness of the church, folks, I can't hear anybody say nothing. Because, hallelujah, we've grown cold in our soul, hallelujah. Now we're unaffected. 
perspective into the people that are around us. Even these sinners, hallelujah, they feel your coldness and so now they catch a cold because of your coldness. Why y'all not talking about me? I wish somebody would holler back at your boy and say, cold front. I just, I just came to stop by and tell you, it's a, it's a cold front, it's a cold front. Usually, let's look at what, there are two definitions for cold, but I like number two definition. The number two definition of cold, it says usually a cold heart. You know, we've said uh, that, that's a cold-hearted brother. That's a cold-hearted sister. Have anybody in this room or watching me by live stream, come on Facebook, YouTube, anybody ever said, that's a cold-hearted brother, sister, just cold. It usually describes a person who is uh, emotionally unavailable. Mm -hmm. Yes. They are not warm or a loving type of person. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I perceive so-called, I, I, I perceive so-and-so a cold person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As more than anything else, people who are a cold person is a person who is shut down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are repressed. Everybody say repressed. I feel my help now. And out of touch with their deeper feelings. I feel it now. Come on here. Touch a neighbor said they're out of touch with their deeper feelings. They are repressed and they are emotionally drained. They are emotionally dead. And do you know any emotionally dead persons? You got the Holy Ghost but you're emotionally dead. How can that even work? Hallelujah. Because the Holy Ghost, I thought they told me, the Holy Ghost is like fire. Uh, how can you be, oh, oh well, I do know how you can be hot and cold. I remember, I remember, I remember, you know that death normally starts Death, death, death normally starts sometimes from the feet up and the person begins to grow cold as death begins to creep up. And a lot of us, because we are away from the sun, we are away from the sun. Look at the planets. Look at the planets. The nine, the solar system, the solar system. The more the planets are closer to the sun, the more they reflect or get the heat from the sun. But the further the planets are away from the sun, the further, come on here, the more cold that planet is. And I come to tell somebody today, my question to you is, how close are you or how far away are you from the sun? Hallelujah. Because if you are close to the sun, I can't hear nobody. You cannot be cold. I can't hear nobody say nothing. Why y'all not talking back to me? The closer you are to the sun, hallelujah, the more you begin to emanate and reflect. Come on here. And you begin to take on the, the characteristics of the sun because I'm closer to the sun. I can't get cold if I'm closer to the sun. Why y'all not talking back to me? Touch a neighbor say, cold front is coming. The cold front is coming. But you better make sure that you're wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in Jesus Christ. Can't hear nobody say nothing. Because he, one of the names of Jesus, the Holy Ghost, is this. He is a comforter. He protects me from being cold from the elements that will try to come, on, come upon me to make me chilly. 
So I relate cold to the absence of light. I relate cold to the absence of light. Why so many people filled with hatred? How it's so easy, how it's how is it so easy for us? Come on here. I'm talking about me included to turn our love on and off depending on how the person acts towards us. Hallelujah. And the love of many shall grow cold. Do you know what that love is? That is the agape love. That means, hallelujah, that I don't care how bad you treat me, I'm still going to be good to you. I can't hear nobody say nothing. But most of us, me included, I can't hear nobody say nothing. Most of us, me included, come on here, we love based on conditions. If you treat me right, I'll treat you right. But if you stay, you cut a fool with me, I'm going to cut a fool with you. Hallelujah. Touch your neighbor and say, you still got a little bit of coldness in you. Hallelujah because the love of God, the agape love, uh, cannot stand to be cold. Hallelujah. It's always hot, even when you don't feel like being not. Uh, uh, come on here. I wish somebody would touch a neighbor and say hallelujah. You can't, you can't, you can't, you cannot, you cannot, uh, you cannot be full of the Holy Ghost and still be cold. That means there's still some level of carnality on the inside of you uh, and you have not yet died or we have not yet died all the way and we have not yet let, let the Holy Ghost have full control because as usual, some of us, we compartmentalize the Holy Ghost to certain areas of our lives and we feel like we can control the other areas because I ain't ready to let him have full control because he may make me do something that I don't want to do. He may make me love the unlovely. I can't hear nobody say nothing. Hallelujah. You cannot be saved and be cold. So the Matthew, the writer, says, the Lord says you're going to see an increase of iniquity because the first, you're going to see an increase of iniquity and lawlessness because the further the people are away from the sun, the cooler you become. I wonder, I got this, I got this thought and I'm trying to figure out because it just baffles me. And I was talking to my wife and Apostle Cassandra. I haven't really talked to Stacy yet, but I'm trying to figure out. Uh, but I'm coming for you, Stacy. I'm trying to figure out how is it that people can be in the house, in the, in the church, in the body of Christ, and uh, they say for about a, a good year, or maybe not even a bad, and, they, and they, 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 they claim salvation, but then they get out the church, and, which I do appreciate that. L let me say that. I, I really do appreciate that. I really do appreciate that. That if I'm not going to live right, and if I choose to reject Christ 
at least you have the sense enough not to be a hypocrite and get on after church and just do your thing. It's quite, I, I appreciate you because you're keeping it 100. But I'm trying to figure out how is it that people claim salvation and then something knocks them off and then they get out of the whole church and they go right back to their ways, their sinful ways. And I'm like, did you really get saved? And so I'm going to have to do a series on what really salvation means because the Bible says if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. Because when I'm saved, when I get really saved, I become new. Things that I want to do and that I used to do, I don't do them anymore. Now, there is a process of sanctification and all of that kind of stuff. I understand that. But there are some things you should just put down just now because I'm saved now. I'm talking about real salvation. And in salvation comes deliverance from demonic strongholds as well. And so I think the, the, the disconnect is there's no real teaching of what real salvation is and, what, and that it costs to be saved. There's a dying to self when I get saved. I can't hoe around no more because and I got to get that, that Negro out of my house that I'm shacking with because I'm saved now. Come on here. I can't go to the bar now and have martinis. Can't hear nobody say nothing. A dry martini with an olive on it. Come on. Can't nobody say nothing. Y'all quiet right there. I can't because come on. I can no longer have a form of godliness. Come on now. But I got to be godly. I have a martini on rocks. Somebody said prior. I hope not now. I hope prior. So my question again to you is how far away are you from the sun? Not the S-U-N, but the S-O-N. Because just as it is, as I forestated, in the natural planets that are far away from the sun, they are there. If you, if you go inside of the, their atmosphere, if you go inside the planet, you're going to feel and you're going to experience coldness and darkness. You're full of darkness because there's an absence of light and light brings heat. Let's look at iniquity. I got to hit it. I got to talk about iniquity. I've talked about it before, but lest you forgot, you probably have, and so you won't remember when I taught it anyway because it's been about two or three years now. Iniquity, the Greek word anomia. It means lawlessness and wickedness. Everyone say iniquity means lawlessness and wickedness it means twisted and distorted anything that turns away from God's straight and righteous path everybody say iniquity 
the Bible says we are shaped in iniquity at the moment of conception. Whatever is in your mother's bloodline, what is that, whatever is in your father's bloodline, when that sperm hits that egg and you become an embryo, can't nobody say nothing, all curses from both sides of the family now hit this embryo. All the genetic codes, all the sins of the forefathers now enter this embryo. And so now most of us have been predisposed to certain sins and, certain, and sometimes those certain sins at the right moment, can't hear nobody say nothing, at the right moment, at the right moment, in the right circumstance, come on here. Uh, you know, I, I, I like to call it time-released stuff. Stuff that you weren't even, you didn't even, you didn't, you know, I said, I said, I said when I was a little boy, you know, I was watching uh, back in the day, uh, there was a, there was a movie that Madonna did, it was called Truth or Dare. Y'all don't know nothing about that. And uh, those of you that are my age, you might know nothing about it. She had, a, she had a documentary called Truth or Dare. And if you know anything about Madonna, she is, uh, do y'all know who Madonna is? Okay, all right, thank you. I just want to make sure, you know, who Madonna is. I don't want to make y'all up. If I said Michael Jackson, y'all would say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Madonna, Madonna, but not Madonna. Uh, and this documentary, was, it was a black and white story, I believe. I, I was watching this, and I saw two men kissing, and I said, I would never. Because that is nasty. And let me tell you something. When you don't have Jesus... In your life, and you already in sin, and that iniquity is inside of you from both sides. At any moment, all it takes is for you to watch, hear, be in the right environment for that time release seed to pop up. Be it perversion, whatever it is. Alcoholism, children out of wedlock, divorces. And the further away we are from the sun, remember our spirits are dead when we're not saved. You are being led by your soulish realm when you are unsaved. You go by the five senses. Come on here. You are led by your emotions when you are unsaved. You are cold and callous when you are unsaved spiritually. But when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, he quickens our spirit man. Come on here. And we become alive in the spirit. Can I hear somebody say nothing? Say something right there. And so iniquity. The iniquity is transmitted to man and birth which impregnates his heart. Listen. The iniquity is transmitted to man and birth which impregnates, listen, his heart with thoughts and intentions that are opposed to everything that God is. Let me say that one more time. The iniquity is transmitted 
to man in birth, which impregnates his heart with thoughts and intentions that are opposed to everything that God is. It is the sum total of twisted thoughts in man. What did what I say? It is the sum total of twisted thoughts in man. That's why you don't have to teach children to lie. It's already in them. You don't have to teach people to do wrong because wrong is in us. It's already instilled in us. It's quiet in here. Iniquity, you want to write this down, is tied to the spiritual world of darkness. There we go again. The further away I am from the sun, the more dark and cold I am. So iniquity is tied to the spiritual world of darkness. And this is where Satan, everyone say Satan, binds us. Come on, binds us with curses from our ancestors. Listen, it is in this arena where legal rights of sicknesses are rooted and transferred from parents, grandparents. If we don't deal with iniquity, Satan can rob us of the fullness of our blessings. That's why when we, we've added to the salvation prayer, Lord, blot out my transgressions. Blot out mine iniquities. Because we're saying, God, what, what we've been saying is, Lord, forgive me for my sins. But there is, there, in the Bible, it is called sin and iniquity. Sin is the fruit of the tree, which is iniquity. And so we've been dealing with fruit, but we have not dealt with the root, which is your iniquity. We have not cut that root. Come on here, somebody. And that's why you can do good for six months. I can't nobody say nothing. And you ask God to forgive me for my sin. No, just forgive me. I won't do it no more. I won't do it no more. I won't do it no more. You're just crying. You're just crying. You're shaking your hand. And did you do good for about three, four, five months? Come on here. Can't say nobody. And then about a year later, come on, that thing pops right back up. Why? Because you have dealt with sin, but you have not dealt with iniquity and the devil has tricked the church just to talk about sin but don't deal with that iniquity and that's why many are falling and still cold and that's why the love of many is waxing cold because we want to just talk about sin oh God forgive you for your sin he'll forgive you for your sin but you ain't talking about that iniquity not one time that I read in that scripture And what were we at? And the love of the great body of people will grow cold because of the multiplied sin. Matthew was specific. He said lawlessness and iniquity. Let's finish talking about what iniquity is. Satan uses iniquity to invade man's a man's heart in order to cause all kinds of perverse and sinful desires which is called lust i'll say that again satan 
uses iniquity uh, to invade a, man, a man's heart in order to cause all kinds of perverse and sinful desires, which is called lust. So no wonder lawlessness and iniquity is abounding in America because there is, there is, there, 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 uh, there is no sun. Most believers are, uh, most of us as believers have confessed our sins to the Lord, but have we asked him to blot out our iniquities? Psalms 51 verses 1 through 6. Please understand again that sin is the fruit of iniquity. So you drinking, you stop drinking, and you pick something triggers you to start drinking again, and you and you repent of that sin, but you have not said, God, it's something in my bloodline that's causing me to keep drinking. There's an that's an iniquity problem. If you can throw down a habit and pick it up and throw it down and still, that's an iniquity. Why do I keep falling back into this sinful pattern? Because there's an iniquity line that is still connected. It's quiet. Let's look at, let's look at, he said, the love of many, what? Going to wax cold because of multiplied, what? Lawlessness and what? Now, uh, when abounding iniquity, with abounding iniquity, it breeds, oh my God, as iniquity abounds and lawlessness abounds, uh, if we're not careful, Iniquity, lawlessness, and because we've been hurt so many times by people because of sin, because of iniquity and lawless, lawlessness increasing, even in the church, because we've been hurt by people so many times because we cannot have uh, healthy relationships because we don't even know what healthy relationships are. And so we're all striving to handle our relationships based on the mindset that we have as it pertains to relationships. And because if you're not careful, and I'm talking to me as I'm talking to you, if we're not careful, because of lawlessness and iniquity, uh, it, can make you f it can make you become very suspicious of all men where nobody trusts nobody, even in the church, because of iniquity. And I've said it. I don't really trust folks because folks are crazy. <laughs> Which is true to a certain degree. But when you have been mishandled by anybody, it will cause you to be suspicious, iniquity can cause jealousy. You're jealous of one another. Come on here. 
you feel like, and you, you feel like, da, 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 da. I mean, just it, there's a whole host of fruits tied to iniquity. And if you've been hurt so many times by people, it can, if you don't have the Holy Ghost to check you, make you cold and callous towards everybody. Even the right people that God assigns to your life. It's quiet in here. It's quiet. Especially when you have become uh, for lack of a better word, just roll with me, naked in front of a person. They begin to see all of you. And then they expose your nakedness. I wish I had some help in here. Because I disrobed in front of you so you could see all of me. And now you have used my flaws and my nakedness. Come on here. To attack me. I can't hear nobody say nothing. And now because of the attack, it has now made me. And if you keep disrobing in front of the people, I can't hear nobody, and they keep using your nakedness and your flaws and your nakedness. Come on here. Hallelujah. Against you. Hallelujah. It can and will make you grow. It's quiet. Am I talking to anybody in here? But if you got the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost won't let you be cold if you spend time with him. I'm telling you, the more I get in his presence, the more he starts dealing with me. I ain't talking about, about he's showing me you. I'm talking about he's showing me. It's quiet in here. Come on, touch your neighbor and say, when I get in the Holy Ghost's presence, he, 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 not just, he not showing me you. He's showing me it's quiet in here. It's quiet in here. That because that, if the truth be told, if, if, if everybody knew about a show of hands, if it, the truth be told, we still got some the areas in our life that have not been fully yielded to the Holy Ghost. Uh, come on here. Come on here. And God it goes, it's got a track. He's got a track record of when he wants to deal with something, he'll let it start being troublesome to you. Because they said, you look cold in that room over there. You got that room shut off and it's dark over there. And you then locked up that room in your soul. Hallelujah. And now I'm alive. That's why, that's why you keep going through these cycles. You're going through these cycles because God, even the planets go through cycles. But in this cycle, I'm talking about these cycles of dysfunction that keeps happening. Can't hear nobody say that because God said there's some coldness over there that I want to deal with. And I need you to let me in and let my light, let my heat come into that room to kill that chilliness in your soul because you are away from the sun. Look at First John four. Am I boring? I feel like some of y'all done. Y'all bored. And when you look at your neighbor and say, "Have you been a little chilly?" That mean the cold front has is coming slowly, creeping up on you. If you're starting to look chilly, some of you look chilly in your face. 
Your face is cold. And don't nobody want to hug you. Hallelujah. Don't nobody even want to talk to you because your whole countenance looks cold. Come on here. Come on here. You don't even look inviting. Don't even smile. Can't hear nobody say nothing. Don't even look at nobody. Come on here. Just cold. And you say you got the Holy Ghost and I see your hands in worship. Can't nobody say You shut ta 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 Laying out in the flow. Come on here. Doing, come on. Doing all of the Christian calisthenics. Can't nobody say But just as cold. quiet in here. Let's look at 1 John chapter 4. You know, the, that's the, the love. God is love. Hmm. We'll start at 19. We love him. Who is the him? Jesus. Come on, that wasn't no trick question. Who is the him? Jesus, because he first loved us. Oh, but verse 20. Because I was talking to uh, the dentist on Thursday when I went to the dentist. And we were having dialogue about racism in America. And y'all, if you, you probably saw, uh, I, I talked about it on Facebook. And uh, uh, he started off the conversation with apologizing. And I was like, huh? And then he just went into the conversation. I was wanting you to just come on, check these teeth. <laughs> and then I... Uh, so I can get up out of here. So I began to talk. And he said, he goes to a multicultural church. And he said, he remembers one time that when his pastor got up to speak on race reconciliation, there were some white people that got up and walked out in the, while he was preaching or when he even started, when he even verbalized what he was going to talk about. A herd just got up and walked out because they didn't want to hear about race reconciliation. And he said, I was so hurt and embarrassed that these are people that say they're saved. That would get up and walk out while the preacher is preaching on race reconciliation. Let's read the Bible. The Bible says, if anyone, who, how many ones? Says, I love God and hates the descriptions, the adjectives that hate has. And my Bible says, detests, abominates his brother in Christ. He is a liar. So we can just close the Bible right there. For racist, 
and not only white folks. There are some black folks that are racist. There are some Hispanic folks that are racist. There are all different nationalities that are racist. But it is the chilliness and the coldness of many people being away from the sun. Let's keep reading. Y'all don't like this one. I didn't say you a liar. John said, under the unction of the Holy Ghost, he said, if anyone says, I love God and hates his brother in Christ, he had to put parentheses in that, in Christ, I'm not talking about the sinner folks, I'm talking about, uh, let's, let's flip on over to the church folks, the folks that name the name of Christ, who hate one another in the body of Christ. Forget about the world. Let's deal with the church right now. Who hate one another. You know, as I said, there are literal, there are literally people making YouTube videos, preachers bashing other preachers, calling them by name, and I can't stand that sissy, and I can't stand, even if he is a sissy, let's not get on Facebook or, or, or Twitterations, as Larry Reed said, come on here, or, or, or any other social media, and let's not call out one another on lives. Come on here. Let's get, get if, if I'm a sister, come and talk to me. And so now you have a great divide in the body of Christ and it makes everybody suspicious and everybody's looking at everybody like, well, who can you trust in the church? Am I, am I, am I, am I? So everybody's suspicious of everybody now because you don't know who to trust now because all y'all look crazy. He said, but if, uh, he said, if you say you, he said, you say you love God, he said, you hate your brother in Christ, you are a liar. I mean, that's very bold. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God. For he who does not love his brother, I got to go, whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. You ain't seen God, and you say you love him. But you see them old jokers that you roll your eyes with, and you say you got the love of God on the love of Christ on the inside of you, and you ain't saying nothing. You ain't saying nothing. You hate your brother. I mean, there are literal Christians that say, I hate I hate President Trump. I didn't say I didn't say unsaved people. I'm talking about saved people saying I hate Trump. Christians, the Bible just told me to tell you that if you say you hate, and even if he not saved, you a Christian. You a liar. That's what the Bible said. You a liar. You a liar. Because you can't say you love God whom you have not seen. That's quiet. It's quiet. 
All right, uh, I got to go. Uh, I might have to pick this back up Wednesday night. Everybody holler at your boy and say, a cold front. Clap your hands and give the Lord glory. Thank you for joining our podcast today. If you would like more information about our ministry, or if you would like to sow a seed, visit us at www.twfcdallas.org.